birthright or greedy choice. Um, victim of circumstance and environment or pre-programmed being. That's kind of the options we're given uh, in regards to psychology and and science and even some biblical belief and whatever the case may be are who you are or you have free choice or it's this, it's that. Just a combination of both. See, I, I, I'm curious about that because I'm curious about who I am and, and how how I got to the point that I am and did I have a choice? Could I have been different? See, I, I mentioned this on a, another episode. Um, hard times create hard men. Hard men create good times. Good times create soft men. This ideal that the times in which you live in and and, and um, maybe how uh, your parents or guardians, uh, how hard they had it and how easy they made it on you, how that impacts you. And, and it has to some degree be true because I, I look at the world and, and how people behave and react and there has to be some semblance of truth to that. There does. Um, there has to be some notion of this is right or this is wrong because I've seen this. There's also a lot of ignoring that. There's a lot of identifying and a lot of making oneself something one isn't in regards to please other people. There's a lot of different things. You know, I never considered myself lazy. Um, in, in the last year or two, been moments of laziness and they utterly disgust me and that that tells me something about me but I've always worked I always probably worked more than I should at least hour wise I don't think trying to be intelligent and work with your mind is uh, being lazy um, but you know, uh, whether it be physical or mental, I've always had some sort of pursuit that paid the bills. But my father and mother, both very hard workers. Um, I've mentioned this probably a thousand times to a million different people. And it's a point when mom had three jobs. My dad always worked and always worked hard. Uh, I, I, at home. I mean, he always had a job. I don't know what he done at his job. You know, we work in the same industry now. Well, how hard he worked there, but he had a job. And he made money, and he had an income, and he went to work every day, and he made that sacrifice. I and mean, I know there had to be a lot of hard days in that. But I was always blown away with what he done at home. On top of that, it's like he always had energy, and he always pushed himself, and he always kind of worked forward. You know, and I didn't, I was so young when his dad died, I really didn't get to know my papa Isto, but I heard a lot about him. And and no one ever said that was a lazy man. You know, my, my papa Ford definitely worked a lot more with his mind than his body. 
Uh, he had worked with his body to the point he realized his mind made him more money, and, and I appreciate that. But he was also very physical in what he done and relentless in what he done. And I know that my mother not come up rich and had a hard life coming up, and I know Dad was one of a lot of kids and, and had a harder life coming up and had to work when he was younger and had responsibilities. So I wonder if once they were divorced, that's why mom gave us responsibility, like cleaning the house and uh, things of that nature, you know. And, and then I would stay with my grandpa and help him with that stuff, you know. But then on the other hand, dad, who I knew had had it harder in some regards, um, dad wasn't that way. Uh, still isn't. I'm almost 40. It's like it kills his soul to ask his kids to help him do something. He'd rather do it himself or get somebody else or pay some. It's like, am I a bad child? Were we were we bad kids? Is that because I always say, hey, you got a load of hate. Tell me. I want to come help. I want to spend that time with you. But he never wants to reach out and do that. Never made us cut grass as kids. I never cut his grass as a kid, ever. I wasn't allowed to cut grass at my mom's house as a kid because she was afraid I'd get hurt. <laughs> We were fairly destructive, yet I had a grass cutting business that my dad helped me with. You know, it was me and my dad started out doing it, me and my dad and my brother, and dad probably did 70% of the labor, but never his, never something we weren't going to get paid for. And he's still like that. He doesn't, he doesn't put on his kids this responsibility of labor that he feels as he is. I don't know. I tell you. So... It wasn't hard on me growing up. Not not in that regard, you know. I might have had some mental and uh, emotional issues that may have been more me than anything else, but there was no forced labor, anything of that nature, you know. It, we just, we got to be kids. And I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. But we got to be kids. And, and um, we weren't forced into to any anything like that yet I still grew up and pursued work and, and steady income and and labor and to, to be self-sufficient in these things when one might say that shouldn't have been my inclination based on the nature of my environment the nurture of my environment whereas maybe that's just my nature well, I have siblings, half, step, and full. We are a mixture of that same response. Some don't want to work and pursue. Some don't want to participate in society at all. Some do. So it's not the nurture. It's not the nature. There's too much division there. Maybe it's just free choice. And maybe sometimes your environment's so bad that I doubt numbers or, or overwhelms your ability for that natural choice, for that option to choose. I, I could see that being possible. Maybe there's chemical imbalance in you that just outweighs the nurture, no matter how good they were to you. Maybe sometimes... Weak times create weak people. And maybe sometimes, no matter what, strong people are strong people. Sometimes bad parents create lost children. 
Sometimes children find themselves despite their parents because they make the choice to. And sometimes maybe great parents make awful children or great children, vice versa. Maybe there's not a formulaic answer. As much as I love science, as much as I love the pursuit of knowledge, as much as I respect studies done and, and, and you know, the pursuit of knowledge by people in, say, the field of psychology or psychiatrics, I still think in a lot of regards it may be a pseudoscience. And I've always kind of felt that way. Because maybe I don't understand it well enough to understand that they acknowledge there's no real answer. There's no formula. There's no definite. There's no one to say this for sure are the ingredients for the right person. Because there is no right person. There's, there's no one to say this is definitive and cannot be changed, cannot be altered. Because there is free choice. And sometimes free will and choice and the best of everything can fix a broken mind. And that's scary, you know. There's so many things that can take us out as people. Uh, car accidents and heart disease, cancer and high blood pressure, diabetes. So many things that can wipe us out. But I'd argue 25 years of good, clear mind and the ability to love and think and remember and hope and want and desire and dream. That's better than 100 years of being lost inside your own head. And I think that's why I have this special soft spot, this really weak place in me for people with dementia or whatever the case may be. I'll tell you something. Um, I'd been in an industry for a long time, same industry I'm in now, for the same company. And the industry just kept losing traction, losing traction. It just still isn't a way today. But I chose to stay with a company that was local and kept me somewhat home. Well, needless to say, they eventually sold out. And my job become non-existent. The new company at that time didn't feel they wanted us or needed us. So I had only ever done one thing, only knew one thing. I felt restricted. I allowed myself to feel restricted and relegated to only being good for one thing. And so I got in a really bad spot. I had to file bankruptcy. Well, you know, we were going to get to keep our house and our vehicles. You know, the important things in life. And I was fairly pleased with it. I was very ashamed and disappointed in myself with having to do this and file bankruptcy. But I was very happy that maybe coming out of the other side of that, I could get myself in better standing, better ground. We filed bankruptcy and we're told the process should take about a month. Maybe two. Uh, we attend a thing at the courthouse. 
in a really long time. Almost a year is drug out. And um, I'm contacted by someone, not my lawyer, but affiliated with it. And they remind me that, you know, the case is subject to uh, the public. And anything said, I can ask to hear, you know, because I'm not always there at these hearings. Uh, and, you know, I'm thinking, well, two hearings is all they told me it would take and it's to be over, and I'm a year in. So I asked to hear, and I hear the lawyer not really making a lot of sense and saying I have no desire to continue with the case. Well, a long story short, <clears throat> I had to get a new lawyer. I had to file another bankruptcy, both of which they counted against me. And I lost everything. I mean everything, and the industry had fell even further off. And eventually, a lot of struggle and a lot of time, got back into work, and we're back on our feet. And we're very fortunate, and that's very first world problems, because let me assure you, we never starved during that time. We have family that helped, and, and I had work, and I had income. It just wasn't what we were used to. It's very selfish first world things that we lost. There's no doubt about that. But we, we came back from that. And so the initial thought is this lawyer, this lawyer's stuck it to me, and now I want revenge. I want litigation, and that's my wife and I talk, and, you know, um, we, uh, we live in a very litigious culture, and so, you know, that's the first thing that pops into our mind. Then I find out what had happened to this lawyer. I can't remember exactly. Don't know if I ever knew for sure whether it be dementia or Alzheimer's. But she slowly began to forget who she was. And so subtly and so quietly that her family didn't completely notice until it was too late. And not long in regards to time on this earth after what happened to me, she passed away. I didn't sue. I didn't go after her. Because all that debt that I'd built and that life that was holding me down, really, was now gone. And all I had lost was some things. She'd lost her memories. She'd lost all that time with everyone she'd ever loved and all those things. And I would rather lose everything I have a million times over than go through that myself. And those things didn't have a value to me anymore. They really didn't. And I know I've heard the lecture a hundred times. You're not suing her. You're suing her insurance. You're not going after them. You're going after insurance. That That's not what was in my head at the time. I was not thinking at that time, let me improve my position in life. I was having sympathy. I was having concern. I was hurting for someone else. If you can't sympathize and you can't hurt for someone else, man, I hate it for you, I do. Life's going to be hard and lonely and tough for you. Um, and it's going to be a little sad. It really is. Now, that woman's nature didn't matter in the end. 
woman's nurture. How she was treated didn't matter in the end. That woman's free will and choice in the end was not um, enough. Something she couldn't control. She lost everything, almost like being deleted. We're a lot more complicated than nature and nurture. We are. That's a lot more complicated machine that we're packing between both ears. And it is a machine. At the end of the day, it, it, it is a machine. And in a lot of respect, in a lot of respects, it's a God-level computer. And, you know, I can't tell you if seeing infidelity as a child caused me to be a faithful husband who despises infidelity. I can't tell you if it's the fact that I honestly believe that I can trust my wife that allows me to do that. I don't I don't know if it's seeing my parents work hard that made me want to try to, to be a hard worker to some level, to some degree. I can't tell you what made me me. I have no clue, nature or nurture. I like to think it's mostly free will and choice, and I think most of the time it is. But reflection and free choice, that's what I'm going to continue on with.